happening, y'all, and welcome. This is episode 90 of Super Flashy Arrow of Tomorrow. I am your host, the self-knighted Sir Cussalot Travis Pointer, a.k.a. a.k.a. Big T, a.k.a. T-Money, a.k.a. Sweet T, a.k.a. Black Merlin, a.k.a. The H-N-I-C. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Mara the Shark Watkins. Hello. I don't know why. my voice. I don't know why you act so exasperated every time, like you don't know this is coming. I know. I just kind of keep, I think I keep hoping that one day will just forget to do it. I have forgotten to do it before. And Matt is And then you just won't remember to do it. That's what I'll remember again. Even if I forget one episode, I'll do it again the next episode. Don't worry. Like, there was one week I forgot to do it on this show and on Hashtag Them Thrones, but then I remember when it came time to do Smack in a Raw. So, you know. Okay. It's even better on Smack in a Raw because Matt hosts that show and I make him do it. Wow. <laughs> You're uh, exasperating. It's fun, though. Speaking of I'm which, sure you know, we're going to throw out a little housekeeping. We're going to do this at the beginning of the episode this time just to see how it works out. We got some other shows, a little housekeeping for you. You know, we might want you to check out. If you're a wrestling fan, we already mentioned it, Smacking It Raw. Every week, me and the warden, Matt Ritter, he hosts that show. I'm there along for the ride. We talk in wrestling every week. There's a Facebook group that goes along with that, facebook.com slash group slash Smacking It Raw. So you see, you know, videos and the podcast version of the show every week. Also, hashtag them thrones if you're a Game of Thrones fan. We hit it up every week. Right after the show, we go live on Facebook.com slash Creation Magazine. But we also post the podcast version the next day. But yeah, get up in that group because the memes in that in that group fucking lit every week. Every week. All week. What's that group though, Mara? www.facebook.com/slash/demthrones. You know, you had one job. <laughs> you had one job. I'm gonna need you to try that again. So for smacking it raw, right? No, you're not on okay. the Smacking the Raw podcast. Why would I ask you about Smacking the Raw? That's what I was trying to figure out. You have the right group. You just said the URL wrong. Oh, okay. So I was right the first time. That's what I was like. Okay. www.facebook.com slash groups slash damn thrones. There you go. <laughs> Fired. Anyway. But there's also a Facebook group that goes along with this particular podcast, though. What's the Facebook group for this podcast, Mara? <laughs> Facebook.com slash groups slash super flashy arrow of tomorrow. There you go. Okay. Without further ado, we'll move on into the actual episodes of this week. So where would you like to start, Shark? Uh, let's go with legends do we have to no yeah we're gonna do it anyway though oh, God damn it. so what was the name of this episode this episode was called damn it. what the fuck i'm sorry 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 
full disclosure, we recorded this like the day before, and I just saw the results of the NBA draft lottery, and I just <laughs> saw that the New Orleans Pelicans got the number one overall pick, and I'm fucking shocked. I know, I know. It was random as fuck. I just got the alert like <laughs> now. And I'm just I wasn't ready. I was not ready at all. At all. I'm sorry. Continue. What was the name of this episode? Oh my god. It's a uh, terms of service. Very appropriate terms of service. You you Can okay? I just say for two seconds, I thought you were yelling at me. Oh no. Not having the episode name just front and center. No. So I was just it's like, oh my god! No, no, that had absolutely nothing to do with you. <laughs> so, this episode, I'll be, you know, quite frank with you. As I'm watching this, I was there was a whole lot of me watching this and going, "Who cares?" Um, but kicks off. Child Zari is watching TV, sees a commercial from uh, Neuron as Ray. You know, he's bashing creatures and talking about his new shit and all that, taking them out, blah, 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 blah. Um, also, we get back to present time, and Nora's, like, sneaking around the bureau. And she's just all like, yeah, we got to get these motherfuckers. We also see that now Ray has three nipples because, you know, why not? You bit off one and replace it with two more because, you know, got to have a spare now because they keep getting bit off. So what, you mean Gary? What did I say? I thought you said Ray. Did I say Ray? I think so. Hmm. Well, I'm talking about Gary. Because the moment you said three, I was just like. Yeah, Gary has three nipples. Not Ray. If I, I said just... Ray, I didn't mean Ray. I mean Gary. He has three nipples. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they still got Nora lock- Mona locked up. Jesus. Um. So yeah, all this time, you know, the fairy godmother's loose. Find out the fairy godmother thing is a curse that she has. She don't want, and she's like granting has to grant Gary's wishes because he's her charge now. Not sure how that happened. Did we talk about how that happened? Did they say how that happened? Because I don't think so. I just imagine when they took Gary, that was like, it was probably just an off scene kind of thing. Yeah. Um, let's see. So yeah, he's got his own little issues going on. <laughs> wishes and she convinces him to like do something to the legends and what he does is make them be in a book club with him in the end he just he's a child that wants attention like that's really what it is right so there's that same time Constantine's in hell looking around trying to make some deals happen so he can get Ray out of hell And the process of his wishes, Gary makes himself captain of the Wave Rider because reasons. Why not? Attention. And we see while the demons are in hell searching around and shit for Constantine because they're all pissed at Constantine. He's still trying to make that deal. But 
the only the real interesting part of this episode is that Neuron and Ray's body creates this app, and inside the terms and conditions, all their souls will go to hell. His soul, yes. When you agree to terms and conditions, you dirty motherfucker. You know, don't nobody read that shit. Hey, it's like the perfect evil plan. Oh, I know. And it would be really fucking brilliant if I hadn't seen South Park do it like four years ago. I mean, it wasn't Souls from Hell, but it was something similar. I think Supernatural did some kind of concept of that too, Yeah, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Like, not like in the same exact thing, but it was something along, it had something to do with terms and conditions and uh, contracts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's been so done before, so like, you know, okay. Not that I'm saying it's bad because it's been done before. I'm just pointing out that others have done this. Right. It's just like we've seen that before. Yeah, yeah. And I think in South Park it was a thing when they did a human centipede thing. But, yeah. Yep. You agreed to be a part of this new iPad that was like a human centipede thing. <laughs> yeah. It's disgusting sounding. Mm-hmm. Human centipede, I think was the name of the episode. Um yeah. Let's see. So in the course of Constantine trying to free Ray, he's given this choice like, yo, you can either free Ray or you can free this little girl you've been after this whole time that you feel so guilty about sending to hell and all that kind of shit. And I guess he chooses her. But like, she's not the same little girl no more because she's been in hell forever. You know, without change. Right, like she's been there for like... Was it like hundreds or thousands of years, right? I don't know how. No, I was no. I think I'm thinking of him as is he immortal? No, right? No, I don't think so. Okay, so he's probably regular age. I think I'm thinking that I thought he was immortal, but he's not. So never mind, ignore me. Um, but yeah, she's she's been it's been decades, I'm sure, but um, like twenty years or some shit, but um. Yeah, the not-so-little girl isn't a little girl no more. She's like, yeah, fuck you. I'm staying here because, yeah. In the meantime, Nora gets tricked into becoming the fairy godmother because that was <clears throat> their plan all along. Get that curse off of her. Like, I guess she has Nora's powers now and Nora has hers or something. I don't know. Only that would happen to Nora. Like I was watching this, I'm just like, there was a whole lot of just who cares. Like, I don't. That's how I feel about a lot of the Legends episodes. A lot of them are just kind of like, why do I care about this? Why do I care about this storyline? Yeah. Why do why I this- care? What the fuck are y'all doing? Where's Bebo? <laughs> Bebo's gone. Bebo's dead, Travis. You have to accept that. Oh, man. They can fix all this by just bringing back Bebo. They could, but they won't. Um. So yeah, she's got the fairy godmother curse now. And in the meantime, Charlie breaks you know all the creatures out of the bureau because she's been like sneaking around the whole time. Forgot to mention that earlier because I didn't care. And she gets Mona out of there with some help. Nora wishes Gary wishes his fairy godmother, which he didn't know is Nora, to go to hell to help Constantine. So she gets stuck going down to hell now too. 
And yeah, the egg hatches. Finally, we see what's going on with this egg. Yeah. I mean, anything else with the legends? Like, no. Yeah. Well, you know, it is what it is. Their finale's next week, so, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'll move on then. Yeah. Want to talk about it? <laughs> uh, let's move on to Supergirl. Yep. Got that one open already. See, you know, it's just one of these days you'll surprise me, but just not today. Stop bragging. Yeah. Not today. What was the name of this episode? This episode was called Red Dawn. Yeah. R.I.P. Patrick Swayze. Hmm. All right. Moment. I know that movie. Hmm? I know that movie. Do you know that movie? Do you know the remake? I know both. Okay, just making sure. Well, the first one, I think it was the Chinese or the was it the Chinese who invaded or the Korean? I think it was Koreans. Pretty sure it was Koreans. Yeah, and then I think this one was Russian. The, the remake was Russian. Never saw the remake. I don't know. When I watch this, I'm like, Patrick Swayze, no Patrick Swayze? Nope, don't want to see it. How wasn't that? In this episode entitled Red Dawn, we get a little flashback of young Cara and Alex and come to find out it was Alex having a dream and she's starting to remember shit. Which we had to know what happened eventually because, you know, hands up, what's up? Uh, I just wanted to point out, I was right. The first one was the Soviet Union, and the second one, the remake, was North Korea. Sure about that? Yeah, I just looked it up. Where'd you look it up at? On their Wikipedia. Yeah, Wikipedia's a liar. Whatever. I could check their IMDb, and it would say the same thing. Yeah, Yeah, it's... It was. It was. It was. It's called Red Dawn because of communists. Like it's. It's. We know it's one of them. It's. Yes. I was just fucking with you. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, we get that. But also, there's some shit with Kara while she's in the White House. Has after she's been captured last week. We knew she'd get out because she's fucking Supergirl. Um. So she yeah, she tries to break loose but doesn't because kryptonite and it was, you know, red daughter in a wig because yeah, reasons. And they have so the, she wouldn't look exactly like her, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know either. Probably so they can do those little over the shoulder shots, you know, with the stand in, you know, because the whole CGI putting, another car in the episode probably cost more money which is coincidentally why when they fought the end for some reason red daughter had a helmet on so they can you know put a double in there yep yeah yeah but anyway red daughter has car and she's gonna shoot her because she got kryptonite in the room so she weakened her and what 
which was funny because like you know i was thinking i was like come on car you've been about kryptonite for like ever what the fuck is this like how are you not like me because when she starts going into her her speech about it and i was just like <clears throat> noticing you know she caught she's not really like eh, eh. like you know she may cough here and there mm-hmm. or clear her throat but she's yeah. doing fine yeah. yeah homegirls over here like fucking choking and shit mm-hmm. and i was just like it was like predictable but it was good to see mm-hmm. she's like yo you know you've been dealing with this for a few months i've been dealing with kryptonite for years and you're like yo fuck you how motherfucker breaks through you know which is one of those things you wonder like well if that's the case then why does it hurt superman so much all the time but anyway we got to move <laughs> um we had that whole thing before she breaks free with a red daughter spewing her, you know, anti-American shit, and then car breaks loose. She gets out. Um, she goes to Jean for help, and she's just like, "Yo, I need you to get, the, you know, get the bullet out of me," because for some reason, the wound didn't close until he took the bullet out. Like, you know, well, because her skin would be able to would have to heal around the bullet. That's the thing. That like naturally, it seemed like that's what would have happened, but for prop plot purposes you know it didn't heal until he took the bullet out you know i felt like that just happened with all superheroes i didn't i feel like if they didn't project off of you and they were in you it would it would pause the healing did you not watch luke cage the second season no the first season i don't remember i don't remember the first season that well when he got shot by the judas bullet and they got embedded in his skin he they couldn't get it out because the skin like healed around it Maybe. Yeah, there was some shit. Like they get him with the super <clears throat> bullet, it got into him, and then they couldn't get it out because you know his superpowers healed around the bullet. Oh, okay. Which makes me think that's what should have happened here, but whatever. I'm not gonna different universes. Yeah, whatever. I'm not gonna make a big deal about it. It's just you know kind of something I noticed. But um, has a conversation with with Jean. She's like, "Yo, I need to tell Alex because I can't lie to her anymore." And he's like, yo, you will, like, literally blow her mind. Her brain would, like, explode. <laughs> so don't do that shit. If she you finds- know what's crazy? Hmm? That whole situation reminded me of when, in Supernatural, when Sam came back from hell and uh, the Grim Reaper, like, put, uh, uh, no, Death, put a... um like a wall on his memory of his time in hell. And then he was just like, Hey, I saw that scene. I'm from the earlier ones. Yeah. And was like, well, this was after, you know, um, yeah, he sacrificed himself going into hell, right? Yeah. 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 I saw so that. Like, and happened. then they were just like, he can't remember the truth about his time in hell. Like he would lose his mind. I was like, this would be a great story. I was watching Supergirl. I was like, this would be great. If I hadn't already seen this like years ago, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. But I mean, I digress. The episode was still good. Hmm. So, yeah. Like, yo, she discovers on her own. That would probably be different. <clears throat> probably be okay. But so that was different from Supernatural because Supernatural was like, no matter what, like Sam will lose his shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the difference either, because when she finds out, she finds out. So, right, like I don't understand why 
impacts the wall. There were a couple of things in this episode that I'm just like, I this this is bullshit, but okay. Um we'll get to the other one later. Um so yeah, Lena uses her the little truth squid thing on her mama. Cause she's like, yo, I can't trust you, which I get it. I wouldn't trust yeah. her. Hey. Then she pulls out the whole thing when she actually admits that she loves Lena. I'm like, oh, oh, she does love you. She's a piece of shit, but she loves you. Right. Um, can I just say one, hmm? one thing about Lena real quick? Because no. we already passed that. So, um, we can. Oh, that felt so good. What were you going to say about Lena? Because you'd already passed it, but like when um, when Lena went to the DEO and uh-huh. was telling them about how Supergirl wasn't the one who attacked the, uh, the White House, and I was just like, that you just now are telling them about this, Lena? Like, Lena, this has been going, like, how long have you known about this? And er- three episodes ago, didn't we? Like, it was a while ago. Like, we, right. we had like, time. <laughs> like, we're, like, I was like, how are you just telling them, Lena? What the fuck? Yeah. That's all I wanted to say about that. It was just so weird. I was like, weeks have passed, Lena, like. Yeah, who the fuck knows? Um... <laughs> So we get the moment where Lena confronts Lockwood because, you know, reasons. I don't know what she expected to come of that, but we realized, though, in the midst of this, that Lockwood didn't know that he was working, like, you know, just doing what Lex wanted. I figured he'd, I, the whole, I, I thought he, I never for a moment thought he knew about Lex's involvement ever since they had revealed. Ever since they revealed um, Lex's connection to that, like I never for a second thought that Ben knew. And that's why I was just like, why are you so surprised by that? But I also think Lena made a point when she said to him, like, you didn't think everything was happening too easy? Because I was just like, bruh, like, your life has been pretty great except for those couple weeks you spent in jail. But And then there was that time, like, you know, everything went to shit before he like you know created the children of liberty but that was like a meteoric rise when he created the children of liberty so yeah right like i just like i saw both yo what the fuck (laughs) i saw both arguments but i was just kind of just like wow that's but then he was like you heard him and he said like none of this was easy but then he thought about it like wait a minute it wasn't easy until this point and this one point right here, everything did kind of happen pretty easily. So, yeah. You can see where he realized he started connecting the dots. And he was like, oh, fuck. When he was, when it was, especially when he was just like, when she was like, the president works for Lex. It was just like, bruh. Yeah, yeah. Bruh. Like, I was appointed by the president. Yeah, the president works for Lex, though. So, yeah. You're there because Lex wants you there. So, and then he kills Otis. Well, yeah, he he did that later because he was, you know, he was upset. <laughs> like we can kind of look at it like if there was some shit going on. He saved, you know, who the fuck was there? 
um, Jimmy and um, yeah, Lena. Yeah, he saved them, but he was doing it because he was he was he was done. Um, but uh, Brainy and Dreamer they get themselves captured, you know, in the Ameritech shit. Um, Brainy's being tortured. Like they use, I guess they're using some kind of electro shit on him. And he starts like, you know, looks like he's going crazy from it. But in reality, what happened was they, I guess what he said, they rebooted him and like his ancestral memories took over and he became like more like his ancestors, more cold and calculating. All his emotions are gone. So he was just like, all right, look. Hey, Dreamer, I could let you out, but I'm going to leave you here because I'm going to let you get captured. You're going to go in. I'm going to use this shit to get in, and we're going to, you know, we're going to solve this. Hey, John, you're going to go in with her because fuck you too. And it was just, he don't give a fuck. And part of me is like, that's fucked up. But another part of me is like, you're kind of right. Like, this is all fucked up, but you're right. You broke my brainy. Here we are. Maybe. Maybe not. He has no emotions left, so he doesn't love Dreamer anymore. Da da da. I guess. <laughs> um. Jimmy starts leaking black stuff out of his, like, all of his orifices. <laughs> like every hole. Yeah. With black his ears, his nose, his eyes. So you got to, you know, got to assume it was coming out of his ass, too. His bum hole. Yeah. We, we didn't see it, but you got to assume it was coming out of the bung hole also. <laughs> oh, <laughs> then I got the little note here that emotionless braining is very efficient. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he gets shit done, but I mean, yeah, yeah, he does, he does. Um, Alex starts to figure shit out. They get a phone call that you know their mama, Mama Danvers, says car is there, but car is not there. She's like, "Yo, I'm, car is right here. What the fuck is going on?" I'm like, "Oh, red daughter's there," and car takes off because we gotta save mama. So, yeah. Alex is starting to figure well, this shit out. Supergirl takes off. Yeah, sure. Um, so we get um, the Supergirl versus Red Daughter fight. And this is where my gripes with CW start. And it's not about what actually happened in the episode. It is about your execution of the distribution of this episode because I was not able to watch this live. So I was watching this on the CW app. Yep. Projected on my Chromecast on my television. And during this episode, during this fight, there was a little part in the episode when like Supergirl was like, yo, we have the same powers. And Red Daughter starts to say something, and there's a little jump there. Like, something happened with the video file they uploaded. I'm like, maybe there was something wrong with my internet right there. So I rewinded it and played it again, 
there was another jump in the same spot. I'm like, what the fuck? Did that happen to you too? I don't remember. Yeah. She was like, actually, or something. And then she like, sure. We never saw what the actually was. So I don't know. I don't know what happened during this fight. Or what the oh, difference- well, wait. There was something I did pop out was that uh, when Alex was on her way to like where they were fighting, and at one point, Red Daughter punched or kicked or whatever Supergirl like out into the woods. But like, did you notice that it like jumped to nighttime? Like within that one punch. You're right, it did. Like I was just like, how is it night now? It was literally just daytime. Cause like when Alex pulls up, it's also dark. And I was just like, what the fuck? Well the fight started at dusk. That's what happened. But it was still light out. Yeah. Within two punches, it automatically dark. It only takes a second for the sun to go below the horizon, Mar. I guess whatever. <laughs> You want you want to give them that fake ass reason? Okay. Oh, no, I don't. That's my point. That's my point. There was a lot of shit this episode. Well, we'll keep going. So yeah, that happened. You know, Red Daughter's wearing a helmet. We talked about that before because they need to have them fight, and they didn't want to pay for the CGI. So um, Alex finally remembers. Car gets her ass whooped. She loses the fight because Red Daughter's more powerful than her because she learned some shit that she don't know because she has some kind of cosmic fix. Cosmic fist shit. I don't know what the fuck that was. It took her the fuck out. But um, yeah, she's on the ground. But here's where I call bullshit. Here is where Travis calls it's the same thing I'm about to say. Bullshit. All right. Now, forgive me because I may not be as familiar with Superman slash Supergirl comic books. But it is my understanding that Superman slash Supergirl slash Kryptonians get their power from the yellow rays of the sun. Now, when they say that everything has sunlight and the grass has sunlight and Supergirl absorbs the sunlight from the grass, bullshit. You know, Tony, I wrote, I was like, was this always a thing that she could do this? Like, why has that never come into play before? Bullshit. First of all, there's not sunlight in the grass. All right. The plants convert the sunlight to energy. This is energy now. It is not actual sunlight. She gets her power from the yellow rays of the sun. There are not yellow rays of the sun in the fucking grass. All right. It's just energy that's been converted from the sunlight. Different. There's no way she can just absorb the power of the ground and the grass and the trees and shit into her body and shit. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? This is what you give me. They owe me an apology. I'm sorry. Not you. No, I mean, like, I'm not apologizing for them. I'm, like, apologizing that you feel that your experience was not ideal. Bullshit. So, <laughs> yeah, she ends up waking up because, yeah, she absorbed the sunlight from the fucking grass. <laughs> anyway, they stabilized Jimmy with some more serum because, you know, more serum fixes it. It's kind of like when you got a hangover and you just take a shot in the morning, you feel okay? 
You ever do that? No. Oh, yeah, it works. Like, if you wake up in the morning, you got a real bad hangover, take a shot, it kind of, like, evens you out a little bit. You'll be, like, drunk again, but, like, you'll come down more slowly. No, I'm serious. I'm, like, I'm not bullshitting you. Like, that's why people drink Bloody Marys in the morning if they've been drinking, like, really hard because like, uh-huh. those bring you down more slowly. Uh, sharp decline. You kind of, like, go into, like, a mini withdrawal, which is why you get a hangover. <laughs> like, I'm not even being funny. Like, for real, like, you wake up in the morning, you have a hangover, you take a shot, you'll feel better. Okay. But, um... By the way, I'm not, like, encouraging you all out there to drink more. I'm just... <laughs> as someone who, who consumes alcohol pretty regularly. Because <laughs> of this channel. It helps. Like, you just, you know... Yeah, I, I consume a lot of alcohol. Mostly, it's mostly Mars' fault how much alcohol I consume, but you know, it's, it is what it is. Um, so yeah, they stabilized Jimmy with some more serum, and you get this little thing where they say, you know, what's that country, Cosnia? Is that what it's called? The what? The country, Cosnia. The the what? Where they? Oh, are. Cosnia. Yeah. yeah. Like, they attacked the U.S. with, you know, Supergirl, but it wasn't Supergirl's red daughter. And they say Lex killed her. So, like, oh, shit. Is she actually dead? And I think she is. Because he used his Lex suit with this new weapon and shit they were talking about they used before, and they, like, minimized it to go into Lex suit. And, yeah. Fuck. I was like, I kind of saw that coming, though, that she would probably end up getting taken out, especially by Lex, because especially when Kara was saying, like, you don't think he's going to, like, cut you out? like Yeah, she was a means to an end. Right. So it didn't surprise me, but I was just like, Lex really is that nigga. Yeah. He, like, he, like, practically almost, like, raised and trained her and comforted her and, you know, made her trust him, stuff like that, and then was like, bye, bitch. Yeah, I'm with you now. Lex Luthor is the real Joanne the Scammer. The real who? Joanna the Scammer. It's a video I'll have to send you later. Okay. Anything else for Supergirl, though? Nah. But next week is the finale. Next week is the finale for both Supergirl and Legends. But let's yes. move on to the finales that happened this week. Which one would you like to start with? I don't know, man. Uh, wait, wait. Let's go. Don't do it yet. Don't do it yet. Don't tell me yet. Hold on. Let me see. All right. Which one? Flash. Damn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right, we'll open up the Flash. Let's go. You don't keep all your notes in one document? No, I got a separate document for each one. Oh, nah. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. That's how you confuse shit. I got a separate one for each show. That's my notes to have. I'd rather just scroll through one document. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Well, mine's are hella organized, so... Yeah, and mine are too. They're just organizing separate documents. Whatever. Geo Cloud Space. 
See, that's the problem. You use the cloud. I don't trust the cloud. All right. That's your phone storage space. And I got plenty of it. <laughs> well, shit. I hope she lives. Like, damn. I don't know what the fuck is happening to her, but like she sounds like she won't make it. For all you all listening right now, I'm just gonna fill in right here because Mara muted everything because her child is losing her shit in the background. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with her. Probably nothing because the kids what two years old, three years old. There's nothing that could possibly be wrong. Yeah, she's two. There's nothing that can be that wrong with her right now. She has no life problems yet. Like, all she does is eat applesauce and take shits. Like, there's nothing that could be possibly wrong with her. She's fine. I know she's fine. <laughs> My point. We were washing her hair. Was she afraid of water? No, she's like her. She's like water going over her head. Oh well, whatever. Um, you wash her hair every fucking day, and she gets over it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would do. What was the name of this Flash episode, though? It was called Legacy. Legacy. That was a wrestling reference. So, um, this episode kicks off, you know, where the last episode ended when they're like shooting some shit, well, shooting at the dagger, and Dibney dove in front of the in front of the little sphere gun shit, and while he was doing so, he got shot by a little super dagger killer gun and fucked him all up. He went into like, you know, some kind of weird unsolid state. I don't know what the fuck that was. Um, Cicada like like, yo, you need to go back to the night that the particle accelerator exploded. That's the way we'll get all of them. Like, stop it all from happening. Nobody knows this, and it's never actually happened, so it doesn't matter. Um, they're like, yo, why did Dibney dive in front of the shit like that? And eventually Sherlock figures it out. He's like, yo, Thawne wants the dagger. Well, wants the dagger gone. Wants it gone, gone. In the midst of all this and him, Sherlock explaining what happened, Nora realized that she was fucking dumb. I mean, I can understand why she feels bad because she realized what her wanting to see her dad so bad did. But I feel like she feels like she was being selfish, but we get it. Yeah, I get it. doesn't mean she wasn't dumb. Okay. But she, she was just like, oh, you all oh. right. He was, he was using me all along. Yeah, no shit. That's what they told you. They're your parents. They know better. It's like Barry knows Thawne better than you. Surprise, surprise. 
And it's kind of like like last week when it was when the villains turned on her. It was like surprise, surprise. The villains still kept doing villain shit. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Nora. So. Yeah, you got it. Um. Also, in this episode, Cisco meets with his lady friend, and he hasn't told her about himself yet. I think her name is Priscilla. Okay. Well, he meets with her, and he tells her everything. And she's like, I get it. I understand why you never told me before, and blah, 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 blah. That was the end of that. She didn't strike me as someone who would, you know, re- like just rebuke him like that. So. Me neither. Me neither. So that was cool. They're so cute together. Yeah, even at the end, they're walking down the street holding hands and shit. Okay, all right. Like, ain't that precious? Um. So yeah, we get another moment with Barry and Nora talking about her dumbassness, and he tells like, "Yeah, I don't know if you can fix this. You fucked up, but whatever. We'll move forward. We'll move past it. We'll fix it later. Like we'll, we'll we still do love it. you. Yeah, still love you. We'll do what we can about it." We'll move on from it. You can't undo what you did, but we'll find a solution. <coughs> so they figure out where she Kata is out in the woods. And They're like, yo, that's a big space. What do we do? And Nora, like, oh, I got a plan. This we can stop her and stop Thawne. Like, yo, we can get Grace, just take the cure. So she won't have, you know, she won't be her. She won't anymore. be angry anymore. Or yeah. she won't be mad anymore. Yeah. So without all that, you know, there won't be the anybody to, you know, come back with the dagger and all that kind of shit. And Storm will still have the dagger on him and nothing will happen. We'll be good. But, you know, while Nora's in young Grace's head, we get like Cicada uncle and like cool uncle. <laughs> like good and bad Cicada. Or Cicada versus regular Orlin. <laughs> yeah. So here's my thing. And and I think I've been on this train for a while. This whole she has to agree to take it. She's uh-huh. in doubt. She's in a coma. Just walk in the room and just inject her fucking arm. She's a child. right. Like she's at this point, child. I was like, "Stop!" Like, uh, you don't I'm, let a four-year-old decide whether or not they want a fucking like you know measles vaccine. You know what I mean? Like, you just give the kid the fucking shot. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, what the fuck? Why do you have to go into this kid's head? And let this little kid decide whether or not she wants a damn shot. I'm all with the consent, but I mean, Jesus Christ, in a a moment like this. There is a fucking line. All right. You know, and if you listen, you can tell me I'm wrong. You know, go in the comments and tell me I'm wrong about this. I don't care. But like, yo, give it a goddamn cure. Fix this shit. Turns out it don't work no way, though, because she got the fucking shard in her head, and that just counteracted it all anyway. But, right. you know, we could have saved a whole lot of time. Anyway. 
they end up having to use the gun thingy to take the dagger out. And Thong gets free, kills all the guards around him. But then Flash and Excess reverse time. Like, that was dope. Yeah, they go to the future and then reverse time. And then they fight Thawne. Come. And Thawne does the whole time remnant thing. And they battle double Thawne. But then double Thawne comes back to regular Thawne. Rest of the team shows up. They do a whole lot of shit with uh with Cisco doing the portal shit, vibing and all that. Then they get him with a double megaton punch. Burying excess, take him the fuck out, and I'm like, yeah, boy. That was that was dope. I was like, yo, it's them working together. It's so cute and synchronized. Yeah, a regular megaton punch is one thing, but the double megaton punch. But then, after they defeat him, Nora starts to disappear. And he was just like, yeah, the only way to save her is with the negative speed force. The only place that's like immune to like, you know, weird timey-wimey shit. But before that, he told her, like, he's going to disappear. There's nothing you can do about it. That's his legacy. So, anyway. That happened. She starts to disappear. They go. They start to go into the negative speed for it, but she's like, "No, I'm not doing this." She refuses. It's like I'll be just like Thawne, and I refuse to be that. I'm not going to be that. I think in that moment she grew up a lot with her character, and I think it redeemed some of the other stuff that she's done. Yeah, she was still a dumbass, but yeah, she did the right thing. Um. So they do that. She ends up disappearing because she won't go into the negative speed force. So she's gone. Um, Sherlock, you know, he leaves. He's like, yeah, we're done. But, you know, we see later he does go to see his his new telekinetic, you know, meta lady. Um, the police captain ends up becoming the police chief. But when he becomes a police chief, that means, you know. Somebody got to take his place. Somebody's got to be the captain. And what better man than good old Joe West? That was such a cute moment. And then we get the little thing like, yeah, you'll have a lot of help. Ain't that right, Flash? And look at that Barry. Barry like, I, 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 I. yeah. Yo, I was like, yo, this whole time he's known. Yeah, like, yo, I'm a detective. I'm not a fucking dumbass. There's plenty of times where I'm like, if anybody's paying attention, they know Barry's a Flash. Like, when Barry's in prison as the Flash, but Barry's just gone. <laughs> right, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you explain this? All that shit. All that shit. It's just like, yo. It's why, like, I didn't understand, like, um, even, uh, you ever saw the 2005 episode of Superman Returns. The movie with um with Ray. Yeah. Yeah. And um and like when Superman comes back is like the day after Clark Kent comes back. Yeah. And I'm just like, y'all don't think that's suspicious? Yeah. yeah. Like at all? Yeah. If I was him, like, you know, 
Superman would have come back, but Clark Kent would have been gone for another month. Like, <laughs> right. Like that didn't make any sense. Like it just made it like y'all were on tour together and now you're both back at your regular day jobs. Yeah, he knows Barry's the Flash. They have, you know, all that shit. And then Barry and Iris are sitting around in the little secret room thing, reminiscing about the daughter, looking at her. Oh, yeah, because she got the journal and everything. Like, yo, the little time language stuff is not going anywhere. It's not affected by time changes and all that shit. Then he finds a little memory stick and puts it in, and it's a message from Nora. Telling them how much she loves them and all that kind of stuff and how grateful she is. And yeah. And then we see there's been a change. It explains why she disappeared, actually. Because the crisis moved up from 2024. To 2019, which is how it will make sense why, how they set up for the next season. Yeah, and why she was never born, because she was born, like, pretty close to around the crisis, you know? Yeah. And when you move the crisis up by five years, you know. Kind of a racist thing. So Kind of hard to impregnate your wife when you're not there, is what I'm saying. So I guess what I'm trying to think about was like why did I hope like the beginning of the season premiere episode they go to check to see if anything has changed with the future I don't know Probably. but they had left they had left the little chamber room right yeah yeah so they weren't in there when it when that happened and he doesn't like regularly check it like Thom was doing so I don't know We'll see, though. But yeah, the little actions that they've taken have moved the crisis up to this year. And I, for one, am ready. You know who else is ready? There? No, I was talking about Oliver Queen. Oh, yeah. So let's move on to Arrow, because that's all we got left for this season. Let's do it. What was the name of this episode, Mara? It was, you have saved the city. So this episode kicks off right where last episode left off. And the team is all wanted now because they think they all some, you know, criminals and shit. Like, yo, we need some help. So who comes back to help? Good old Curtis. And Laurel. Oh, yeah, her too. I, I find it hard, like, really think that she went anywhere, though, because, like, it seemed like she was just always around anyway. But Curtis has been gone for a while. So it's like, yo, let's just call the black guy back to bla- bail us out, you know, because we fucking up. Um, Then we get some more future stuff that I really don't give a shit about. Um, Do you? Do you care? Well, I mean, the flash forwards kind of all they showed was stuff that just kind of mirrored what's going on currently. Yeah, they gotta like destroy the wall around the glades because reasons, because <clears throat> yeah. I don't know why, but they were well, because something was in it, but I forget what. 
Yeah, it was some kind of some kind of info about some shit. They got to destroy the wall to stop the yeah, whatever. Who cares? They got to destroy the damn wall. They sent they sent Mia in there. She did it. But let me just say, with the beginning of the flashbacks, like they just made they made older Zoe so much cooler. Like so when uh, Renee and William were being escorted down the hallway. And she was just there, ready to go. She was just like, duck. I was like, oh, that's so badass. Mm-hmm. Zoe became like my favorite right there. Yeah, I get it. So, Emiko was ready to use her, you know, chemical weapons with the drones and shit. And they're like, yo, we got to get these people out of here. But the people are dumb and they won't do shit. They're too busy, you know. Yelling at Oliver and the team, like, oh, you're all criminals and blah, 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 blah. But luckily, here comes Michael Jai White to save the day. He was like, try to save your ass. Shut the hell up. Yeah, yeah. And so the drones launch. They start poisoning, killing people. And I guess Oliver has ice arrows, too, because reason. I, you know, I was thinking that. I was like, I feel like there has been several times have you ever seen Just in this season where he needed a specific type of arrow and he's always had it. Yeah, yeah. When have you ever seen an ice arrow? Has he ever used an ice arrow before? I don't know. He's never yeah, needed yeah. it. There are no ice arrows until just now. Like you gotta freeze them. Oh, I'll just use the multiple ice arrows <laughs> that I have in my quiver for some reason. And, and like since when did you carry those? But I have them. <laughs> like why like when were you ever thinking when making these arrows, oh, I may need an arrow with ice in it? Like, what did he think he was ever going to be encountering? Who the fuck knows? You think he was going, like, fishing or, like, ice fishing or some shit? But why would you need ice arrows to go ice fishing? There's already ice. I don't know. Maybe he was like, I'm going to go ice fishing in the summertime. <laughs> Okay. I'm gonna freeze this little lake with my ice arrow so I can go ice fishing. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I really don't know. There's no reason for it. Like just like there's no reason for him to have ice arrows. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, yo, we gotta just shut the servers down so we can like shut down the weapon. And Oliver's like, yo, I can still get through the Emiko. No, you can't. No, you can't. And I've been saying since the beginning of this episode, I was like, I'm getting so tired of him, of we can get through to her. No, you can't. You know what it took to get through to Emiko? The same thing it takes for everybody when they team up with bad guys. Those bad guys betray you. Right, and being stabbed in the gut. Oh, that's why. You don't want me with them because they're bad guys and they do bad guy shit. Like, kill me. Fucking dumbass. So, yeah, she ends up dying because she's a dumbass. And yeah, that's the end of Emiko. And they building blows up because, you know, they blow it up. Kill the servant. How did Oliver jump out of that through all those flames and not even get one serious burn. Light him up, 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 light him up, 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 light him up, 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 I'm on fire!
I don't know. Say Ray Mia did it in the future because that was their whole thing. Like, yeah, she's just like her dad. So, yeah, that happened. Emiko's done. And like, all right, everything's done. The city's saved. We got to go away. Now the ninth circle is coming after me and my family. Yeah, so we got to disappear. John sets them up in this place where I guess they hide people. I don't know how the Night Circle, who if they're so connected and so powerful, they wouldn't know about this place that hides like everybody. But okay. <laughs> um, we'll go with that. Um, John takes him there. Baby's born and shit. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Did we not see Oliver training her as a child? Maybe. I know most of it was uh we saw her I know we saw her training, but wasn't Oliver there for her training? A lot of it. Like, because who else would have taught her how to shoot the bow like that? Uh almost positive that we saw Oliver there teaching her and shit. For like one scene, right? But I think the rest of it was Yeah, but we, Nissa. Yeah, I know we saw Nissa there. Okay, so there's Nissa. But I'm like I'm I'm almost positive that we saw at least one scene with Oliver. They're like bringing Nissa in, even you know, like it seems like I, we might I have to think back so. and look. I might be wrong. Anyway, during this time when they're with you know the kid and all that, you know, living their happy little married life with their child in this hidden place that's somehow hidden from this very connected night circle. Um. The monitor shows up and he's like, Yep, time to collect, bro. I saved them. Now you got to do this for me. Bring your ass. Which raises another question for me. Like, which is? It's just, you know, are we just altering shit? Because, you know, We've already seen Oliver in the future with one arm. So is that just that Oliver does not exist anymore? I guess not. Yeah. Okay. Because like, I feel like homeboy is like dead dead. See, I don't think he's actually dead. I think he's just gone. But gone where? Wherever Felicity went in the future. The, but the way she was talking, it was sounding like, like it just made it sound like Oliver was gone. But I mean, I guess no. Whatever. To me, it sounded uh, like they took him somewhere, and he had to go wherever he, wherever that is. And she was like, "Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him." So it was just like, oh, I never got that. I was under the impression she would never see him again. Well, she said, she, but she even said, "Like I'm looking forward to seeing him again." So she, when she walked into that portal in the future, so. You know, where the fuck he's at, I guess we'll find out. But. Update. Hmm? It was Nissa the whole time. So Oliver never sh- was never there? Nope. Felicity was the only one I saw in the background. Who was this? Um, anyway. I wonder. 
if there's anybody who for some reason doesn't watch all the shows but just watches Arrow and didn't really know what was happening in the crossovers and shit. And this random dude just shows up and says, come with me, and they walk through a fucking portal. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are they thinking? <laughs> and it just never comes back. Because they don't know anything about the Elseworlds shit, who the monitor is and all that. Like, I wonder, are there people out there? I know there's people out there who only watch The Flash. Uh, yeah, that's, and I think that one's the weirder one. Yeah, it's just like, you know, when you watch Arrow, when you watch Arrow, there's not a whole lot of supernatural stuff. Like, there's a couple metas. Like, you know, there's Laurel from Earth, too. But you don't get a whole lot of non-grounded stuff with them. But this random dude shows up <laughs> and they leave and then Felicity walks through this fucking portal. <laughs> just, I just wonder how that plays for people. Or a speedster just comes and zooms Oliver out of a room. Yeah, all those random things that happen, you know, but this is even more so than the other because I know they're like aware that the Flash exists. So, whatever. True. Like, if you don't know about the monitor... <laughs> And there's just this random dude with his bald braids. Cause he like he got braids right here, but like everything in between the braids is just bald. So he's just like, yo, what's up with your cornrows, bro? Like, <laughs> but you see this dude, he just takes Oliver away. And then Felicity walks through some portal this dude makes, and you're just like, what the fuck is this? Like, where does this dude come from? Yeah, yeah. I just wonder how that plays for me. So yeah, anything else with Arrow? Uh, so the only thing that I kind of uh, did they did we ever really answer where Diggle was? No, not yet. Okay, but right. speaking of Diggle, they kind of hinted at the fact. What's Michael Jai White's character's name? Do you remember? Nope. They kind of hinted at the fact that Michael Jai White's son is, is the is uh. Is who is the son of the future? Yeah, is that is Diggle's like adopted son? Yeah, I thought we, I thought we confirmed that because when he showed up at the prison to visit him, they said his name. I think. Did they? Okay. Well, yeah, him. I was just saying this. I thought, I thought that that Michael Jai White's character might end up kicking the bucket, and that's how Lila and uh, John got his son. Probably, but then. But I think that what happens, because at the end he goes, he's going to go spend time with his son. So I figure he just dies later on. I think they just keep in touch. That was just my understanding of it. Yeah. I remember when Digger was just Oliver's driver? Yes. (laughs) That's what I talk about uh, moving on up in the ranks in the company. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But then also, so I think they... I think the next season will start taking place after they've given birth to Mia, but like in the sense that Oliver will come back to the city. Think so? Yeah, because I figure it's probably the only way you can kind of write out Felicity is that Felicity already has, because we already know Oliver's going to be there when she gives birth. So I kind of just assume that the time 
Yeah, we've already had that happen, so. Right, so I figure they're not going to show that again, so I figure we pick up kind of after that, and I figure there just has to be some kind of reason that Oliver comes back, because what's Oliver going to do as the arrow out in the middle of the fucking woods? This is true. We'll see what they do, because as far as we know, he left with the monitor. Right, and then when he comes back, it would explain that, you know, he could just be like, Felicity wanted to stay behind, you know, you know, to be safe and all that shit, because it would explain how he's back. Huh? Or maybe she's just there with the kid and she doesn't know he's there. What do you mean? If he comes back to the city while she's still in hiding and all that kind of shit, she just might not know he's there. Who? Felicity. No, I'm not saying that Felicity doesn't know where he is. At that point, I feel like, which, remember what you were saying? How you feel like Oliver was take it, was supposed to go somewhere? Yeah, he left with the monitor. I'm confused. What are we talking about now? When, at the end of this episode, when the monitor shows up and says, you need to come with me now, and he left with him, he's gone. Was that in, like, the last couple seconds? It was in the end of the episode when they when he shows up in their house. Do you not see him when he shows up in their house? No. You don't remember the monitor showing up at their house in the little cabin and shit? No. It's time. No. <laughs> did you not watch the end of the episode? I thought I did because I remember the last part I saw was Oliver was standing in the bunker and all the lights were going out. Yeah, and they went, they moved forward. And then when Digger was showing them where they lived and all that kind of shit and their new place, and he was telling them where, like, all the, this is where all the CIA agents and all the Vargas people and all, Argus people and all, like, you know, people live now. And they had Felicity give birth and shit. And did you cut off the episode early? I don't know. I know I watched it because I know I stayed up to watch it. I don't know. I don't trust myself anymore. And at now. the end of the episode, the monitor shows up and he's like, it's time. You need to come with me now. Oh, okay. You know, to be honest, the whole time you were saying that, I was like, when did the monitor ever just show up somewhere and take Oliver? Yeah. And I was like, maybe that happened in the crossover. I'm just not remembering. Dude, this is in this episode when he shows up and says, you need to come with me now. Damn, I don't know. I didn't see that. I don't know what happened. Wow, Mar. I mean, ad started, so I figured I was at the end. Shame. Tell CW take the fucking ads off, then. You gotta pay to get rid of ads, Mar. Well, then tell them to go back with Hulu, then. Why, so you can use my Hulu and not have ads? Yes. <laughs> Basically, what happened... Don't say that's trying to shame And the child, and, you know, me as a baby... The monitor shows up and says, it's time to, you know, we made a deal. You need to come with me now. And they have this whole tearful goodbye thing with everybody and shit. And he leaves with the monitor. Yeah, I need to go rewatch that. Mm, mm -mm. So, yeah. I don't even know how to have this conversation with you. I'm sorry. So yeah, it's a whole tearful goodbye thing and all that. 
So, Mara, who's winning this week? Thon. Or Lex. About to say, Thon or Lex, which one? Oh, shit. Bar? Mar. What the fuck? Are you there? Travis. Okay, got yeah. you. Yeah. Oh my god. You were frozen a really really like weird face. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Thawner well, anyway. You never heard anything I said? No. Oh my god. I was saying that um Lex had a whole plan and played out smoothly while while Thawne's plan still executed. He still had to have, you know, fight. He still had to fight. I mean, Lex had to fight too. He had to fight Red Daughter. Yeah, barely. I mean, we didn't see it, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it was just, it just came off as an easier win. Mm. Because it happened, like, I mean, Lex fighting Red Daughter happened so quick, so. Mm-hmm. Who's losing? Nora. Yeah, I mean she's done. Nora Allen, Nora West Allen. I should probably. Yeah, I know what you meant. Yeah, Nora West Allen is gone. So yeah, she's losing. All right. I think that'll be it for this week's episode of Super Flashy Arrow of Tomorrow. We have one more left in the season. Yeah, one more. We'll talk about, you know, the Legend of Tomorrow finale and the Supergirl finale. Don't forget, you can follow us on both Twitter and Instagram at Creation Magazine. That is at C-R-E-A-T-I-A Magazine. Also, you can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at Sir underscore Cussalot. That is at S-I-R underscore C-U-S-S-A-L-O-T-T. Mara, where can they find you? As always, on Instagram and Twitter at Mara Deshark. That's M-A-R-A-D-A-S-H-A-R-K. All right. We'll end this right here. Until next time, we out. Bye. Bye.